bitch, I'm dead fresh. I might pull up in a casket. Hey, come on, like bro. Fruit basket. Spit a couple raps. I get a check of Johnny Cash. Should I smash it? I'll let you mom. Remember, guys, don't take us too seriously. We're just some bros being dudes talking sports. Presented by the Wolfpack Productions and the presenting sponsor, the Townsend Bar and Grill. Your one-stop shop for great food, great prices, and great times all the time. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bros Being Dudes Talking Sports. As always, we have just an exciting show for you guys. Uh, Jam-packed. We got a ton to get into. Honestly, been a busy couple of days in the sports world since we last talked to you. Um, happy Thanksgiving to all of the all of you listening on Thanksgiving. Um, even if you're listening on Black Friday, whatever. Still happy Thanksgiving. I uh, hope you're enjoying time with the family. Um, obviously, holidays come around. It's a beautiful time of the year. Uh, screw Corona. Uh, get together with your loved ones. Make the most of it. You don't know how many more you got with them. Uh, so again, happy holidays from from Wolfpack Productions. But let's jump into today's episode. So we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll talk about uh, some NBA breaking news. We'll talk about some retirements in the NHL. Uh, college basketball is back today as we speak. The Kates are playing right now against Moorhead. Shouts out to Moorhead. Toby Joe, what up? You probably don't listen because you're a sea sucker, but that's all right. Uh, we, <laughs> we got uh, we got some college football we'll touch on briefly. Uh, we'll talk about some M MLB news, uh, some free agent signings. But first, what a great weekend for fights we got coming up. I'm so pumped for these fights. Like, first of all, I'm a Conor McGregor stan, right? But almost as much as I love uh, Conor, I love Derek Lewis. I am so excited to watch him fight. And the fact that it's not a pay-per-view is crazy. I'm not, I, I could when I saw that it was just on ESPN Plus and ESPN2, I was like, what? Like Derek Lewis is like the number two heavyweight right now. Uh, and the guy he's fighting, well, he's actually probably number four. And the guy he's fighting is number two. So whoever wins this fight, presumably, is going to become the number one contender in the heavyweight division. Yeah. It's good for fans, though, that it's not pay-per-view. So oh, 100%. I'm, I'm not complaining. Well, because you know it is a pay-per-view this weekend. What's it? Mike Tyson and Roy <laughs> Jones Jr. getting back in the ring, throwing hands. You know what else is on that same card? That same boxing card. You know what's I, on that? I, I don't have a clue, to be honest. Jake Paul and Nate Robinson are fighting. Oh, my goodness. I do remember <laughs> that, actually, now that you miss it. How stupid is that? I'm intrigued by it, honestly. I went on a stretch there for a little bit, probably like sophomore year at EKU when uh, Jake Paul's song, It's Every Day, Bro. It's Every Day, Bro. It's Every Day, Bro. Bro, I, I used to love that song. I'd play it literally every day, bro. I, I would probably, bro, I would <laughs> I would probably buy that pay-per-view just to watch the impact. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. I'm going to stream it for sure. Shouts out to Cracked Streams. That's getting streamed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not giving him any money. But it is going to be kind of cool to watch Tyson back in the ring because if, if you saw some of his training videos, it looks like he still has a nasty left. Like, I would not want to take a punch from him even still. But he does look old. Like, from, the from like, the poster. Like the oh, main he is event low. Poster. Oh, yeah. He's he's probably – okay, let's, let's, ha let's have a little fun right here. How old? His age? Yeah, exactly right. How old do you uh, think he is? I think he is. I think he's fifty-five. Fifty-five. All right. I'll say. Uh, 
I'm going to cuck you and I'm going to say 54. Mm. All right? 54. So now if it's under, I'm closer. If it's over, obviously you're closer. Uh, well, okay. This is a family show, Don. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was right. He is 54 years old. Wow. I was close, though. I definitely saw it when I was pulling it up. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. I did. But anyway, being right still counts for something. So I was right. Even though you cheat. Look at the hat I'm wearing. It don't yeah. matter. There's a, yeah, there's a reason you were paying. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it'll be for, for Gits and Shiggles. Uh, who wins? Who wins those two fights? Who wins? Who wins Jake Paul and Nate Robinson first? I'm going to take Nate Robinson, honestly, just because why not? Like, I'm pulling for the fight. What is he, like 5'8"? I was getting ready, no joke, after we guessed both of these, I was going to say, let's, <laughs> let's see who's taller. Cause most I, I mean, that's would, my guess. My guess well, is most Nate people would, Most people <laughs> would presume that Jake Paul is taller than Nate Robinson, but I'm going to take the upset here. I'll say Nate Robinson is taller because he was a short dude, but short by, like, NBA standards. So I'm he's not, probably, like – No, he's 5'8". He's a legit – he should be – Oh, he's a legit short guy. Yeah. Like, All right, let's check. Neat. Jake Paul might be. I don't. I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what Jake Paul looks like. Yes, you do. Holy cow! Now Nate Robinson is shorter than I am. He is five nine. That's JB running around out there. I thought. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought he was oh, in Could you? <laughs> could you imagine Bubby Maine out there playing basketball with LeBron on the same floor as LeBron or Yao? Just JB oh, running around scampering like a toddler against Yao Ming. It reminds me of that little, if that was to happen, it would re- remind me of the little mini Shrek that runs around people making in videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. No way. I was I was wrong here for sure. Jake Paul's Jake, like six foot, eh? Jake Paul is six one. Yeah. He also has like a wrestling background. So he he's he's our age. He's he's twenty three years old. Jake That's Paul's twenty three. Nate Robinson's probably what? He's probably like 30, 32. Uh let's go back. Let's look hey, at he it. might be older than that. Just he is thirty six. Yeah. Everything These two had the beef though. That's I, how this fight came. I honestly about. don't know. That's strange. Why would these two ever beef? Like that doesn't make any sense. But I Jake Paul being famous doesn't make any sense. He was like a Division One prospect for wrestling before he got into like YouTube and stuff. Like he was getting recruited to wrestle because he was Jake like Paul? all Is state Jake and Paul this pop culture phenom or something. Yeah, he's like a YouTuber. Him and his brother Logan. Yeah. These are these are like two different ends of the spectrum going at it. You got twenty three and twenty and thirty six, five yeah. nine and six one, pop culture phenom, former NBA star, white and black. Like this is just literal. Could not be more different. They <laughs> could not actually. It this is literal. The this is literally white and black. Two ends of the spectrum. Wild. I don't it know how this even started. It doesn't hurt that one is white and one is black, too. Like, it just completes the cycle. <clears throat> but no. Yeah. Wow. Let's, uh, all right. So I took Jake just because you took Nate. Um, who do you got winning the Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight? I'm going to take Tyson, dude. I'm I also going to take Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, I'm not betting against Tyson. Did you see what he did to freaking, um, What's his name in the hangover? I only know his uh, paging doctor name. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, no. He Stu? punched Allen, too. Yeah, he punched Allen, too. So 
Did you see what he did to Allen in the hangover? That was real. That was a real punch. That definitely wasn't fake. I about said Andy Walgo whenever he was whenever I was trying to think of Stu. Yeah. Andy uh Bernard. Yeah. Talk well, about nerd the nerd dog. <laughs> yeah. Do you know they're taking that off of Netflix, bro? Yeah. Yeah, on New Year's. That's awful. Sick. Yeah. What moron on Netflix decided that? You gotta have no brain. Literally no feel for I, like I bet, what's I bet out it, there. I bet that's still like top five streamed platform on Netflix. Yeah. That Friends was probably up there too. Friends is a gar is just a garbage show. <clears throat> now I get that Friends is a little overrated, but garbage. Friends I think is it's, a garbage show. I, I literally I hate Friends. Just, well, it's one of those things dude, again. Yeah, I was just so hyped up because everyone I just hate it. Someone tried to say the other day, I saw it might have been on TikTok or something. I saw this. Someone said that New Girl is just a uh, like darker version of Friends. I've never it's watched New Girl, so I can tell you. I highly recommend watching New Girl. I do like New Girl. People tell me I look like Nick Miller all the time. That's the one guy that I get called constantly. Like, not even just from like looks, but like actions and everything. How ugly? I, he's. I mean, not not to pat myself <laughs> on the back. He's a pretty handsome guy. Look it up. Look him up. Nick from New Girl. We'll get a little instant reaction right here. We'll see what you got. No joke. Especially at like EKU. Like I would walk into class on the first day and when we were introducing ourselves. This one specifically stands out because her name was Bailey. Oh, she was a she was stunning. Me and Frankie had this communications class with her, and we were doing introductions. And while I was oh. like speaking, giving my introduction, she goes, You know who you look just like? And I just looked down and was like, who? She's like, do you watch New Girl? Probably not. And I was like, yeah, actually, I do. She's like, well, you look just like him. Is this not now? Mistake? I might be mistaken, and I'm gonna throw it out there because it's gonna be embarrassing if I am wrong. But is this not Rafi off the league? But he has long hair in the league. Gone. <laughs> no, it's just like. You're telling me I look like Rafi? Yeah, a little bit, Asia. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, what's this dude's name? What's this dude's actual name? I have no idea. It, you, it should tell you right there. Jake Johnson. Yeah, that sound, yeah that's right. Jake Johnson. I'm just going to type in shows, see what comes up. <laughs> Jake Johnson shows. I, I can tell you with 100% certainty he is not Rafi. <laughs> he, he resembles Rafi for sure, though. Who plays Rafi? Let's look that up. Rafi, the league. It's just bros being dudes talking pop culture. Right, at this Rafi, point. Looks, Rafi definitely looks more Arabian than anything. He looks, yeah. He's definitely Middle Eastern. I don't know what he ate, what he like actually is. Look what his nationality is. American. <laughs> ah, well, okay, yeah, true. He comes, from, he, he comes from Middle Eastern descent, though. But they do favor each other a little bit now. He's you think got, so? He's got more of a crooked nose and, and whatnot. Dude, all right, no joke. I was looking in the mirror last night when I was finishing up my skincare routine. Yeah, it's 20, 2018. Don't judge me. I have a skincare routine before I go to sleep. Uh, so I had my mask on. I had some witch hazel, and I was putting on my hydrating lotion uh, right before I lay down. And I was rubbing it in my nose, and like, dude, from where I'm losing a little bit more weight, my face is thinning out a little bit more. Bro, my nose from where I broke it freshman year at EKU playing flag is like 
destroyed. Like my nose is disgusting. I don't know if mine's destroyed. Mine's definitely a little sideways. Like I'm, I, like I'm starting to get a little self conscious about it now because like when I noticed it last night, I was like, bro, I got a zigzag. Yeah, but it's it's a little bit of a like battle scar, ain't? When your nose is broke, you can make up a, a story or two. You don't have to tell the oh, true story. Bro, okay, you want to hear something funny? So we were playing flag, right? And when I broke it, obviously it started gushing blood. All right. So I was wearing a white cutoff because that's what our jerseys were. We we had we were dicks out for Harambe uh, with white shirt. Okay, and I come off the side, and one of the guys on the team, his girlfriend, was like, "Oh my gosh, what's all over your shirt?" I was like what she's like yeah you got like red stuff all over your shirt what is that i was like i just got done eating sorry <laughs> like no joke and she thought i was being serious and then a couple minutes later she was like telling chad who's who, who was her boyfriend actually they're now married uh she was telling him and he's she's he's like uh he just like broke his nose like what are you talking about <laughs> like she believed bro craziest thing that's ever happened dude like that yeah. that was ridiculous nose breaks nose breaks suck too oh yeah Bro, <clears throat> i finished the game though i did not did not quit playing i didn't go to the hospital till later that night yeah that's like hey the the time i broke mine i was playing in the infamous dorton basketball on sundays and uh of course here i go get a rebound come down guy comes up bust me right in the face blood i mean spewing everywhere my my nose bone actually indented his forehead uh it hit that hard and uh, i had to go <clears throat> we played you know i finally got to stop we played for another hour or so and then i think it was the next day i went to the hospital and we sit in the doctor's office he's like uh all right we'll set it right here if you want i was like, okay oh. um, he's like do you need do you need it numbed and i was like yeah, we might as well if it ain't gonna take too long. So he numbs it real quick, and he they take a they take this metal rod. I'm I'm not kidding you. It's probably five inches long. He sticks it up like it like what oh. I like what I think what I would think the COVID test is like. Now he sticks it to where it feels like it's in my brain, and all of a sudden he's just like, "You ready?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Like oh," and I hear the whole my whole nose just crack. It goes right back into shape. So yeah, it's definitely probably a little crooked if you really take a look at it. But that See, is a mine, fun experience. Mine, I didn't. It wasn't broken to the side bad enough to where they had to reset it. Mine was a com a compress fracture. I think that's what they called it, where it was like smashed down, but it it hit like from the side and pushed it down and then over. So no. I didn't have to get anything reset, but dude, it did hurt. Just just some fun stories about the. About the wolf packs nose brace, man. Not doing anything either. It's like not doing anything that like is actually like like getting in a fight. Like, nope, we're just playing sports for fun. That's all I tell everybody. Though. They're like, "Oh, you broke your nose." I'm like, "Yeah, when I headbutted this dude so hard that it put him in a coma. It broke yeah, my nose." Should have seen the other guy. He's still sleeping. <laughs> this man. Like, oh my god! You killed somebody. Nah, he's in a coma. He's not. He's not slated to wake up until twenty thirty two. He's gonna wake worse. up and have grandkids. <laughs> even worse, he's a veggie. He's a vegetable. Dip that. Dip that fool in ranch. My Bring gosh. him to the family gathering. No <laughs> That's dark. That's so dark. <laughs> Man, it's whatever. Do vegetables go rotten? Yeah. 
not like not like vegetables. Like I'm I'm saying like oh, God, am I... <laughs> Do they expire? <laughs> <laughs> On to the next subject. On to the next subject. All right. Um all right, so just real quick, you got uh Curtis Blades, or you got Derek Lewis. 14 and 2 for Blades, Derek Lewis 24 and 7. On a three fight win streak though. Dude, all right. So, admittedly, I I don't keep up with these guys that much. That's right. Like, this is this is a card that I'm really not that pumped. Other than the Nate and Paul, like I am, pretty, I did want to see that. Well, that's a different card. This but, is yeah. UFC. That's um, that's boxing. That's on like Thriller or Tiller, whatever the yeah. app is. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, if I have to pick one, the one that I'm most familiar with, I'm gonna go with, and of course, that's Derek Lewis. Nice, yeah, me too. I'm uh, like I said, I'm a Derek Lewis stand. That's my guy, the Black Beast. He gets it done. Um, I, I'm super pumped for that fight. Like I'm, I'm having people over. We're gonna have a good time. I wish, I wish that cocksucker Andy wasn't a cocksucker, and we could go up to the Townsend Bar and Grill, your one-stop shop for good food at good prices and one of the great times are all the time because that would be the perfect spot to have these fights. The so last uh, we went up there for the Habib and. Uh, Gaethy fight, dude. That was such a good time. We watched college football all day. We put those fights on. Uh, had a little bit of a Wolfpack event, so we can't wait for that place to open back up. Uh, once again, we are brought to you by the Townsend Bar and Grill, uh, located on the corner of Oak Brook Road in Pleasant Valley. When they open back up, we we need to pack that place out. Um, but no, let's jump on. Um, let's get into our first actual topic: uh, the MLB. So Charlie Morton. Signs uh, to the Braves for one year, $15 million deal. Kind of a prove-it deal. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Solidifies the Braves pitching staff. Like, their their staff is disgusting. Um, their, their rotation's disgusting. Their bullpen is going to be nasty. Uh, right now, I'd be surprised if the Braves aren't the second favorite to win the World Series next year. Uh, maybe third behind the Dodgers and the Yankees, but that's just because they're the Dodgers and the Yankees. Um some NHL news, uh, Johnny Boychuk of the New York Islanders, my worst-hated team. Uh, Boychuk actually retires due to a, a freak eye injury suffered late last season. Uh, I do feel really bad about this. I did like Boychuk kind of a lot. Um, as much as I hate the Islanders, there's been a few players that have played for him over the years that I've actually enjoyed just like the way that they've played. Uh, and you never want to see a guy have to retire due to uh, a health concern. So I understand the decision to retire uh, strictly because like, you know, you, you don't get more than two eyes. Like it, 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 once your vision goes, it's gone unless there's some miracle surgery that can repair blind people that I'm not aware of. Uh, so the decision makes sense from a longevity standpoint uh, and a, and um, what's the word I'm looking for, the quality of life standpoint. Uh, but he, he did have a lot of time left in his playing career, so it, it sucks to see it get cut short uh, due to something really out of his control. Um, so I was kind of hoping that Cheeky would be on. That way we could touch a little bit on uh, UK basketball. But since it's just me and you, GTD, we'll just go real quick. Do you think – that UK has enough to win a national championship this year. I'm so ignorant to be like, to even be qualified about answering that question. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about the national title, even in her best days, it was, you know, national titles are hard to come by when you got a 64 team pool. Uh, that's true. Do they have enough? I don't have a clue. But I'm going to say there's a chance, but I'm going to say it's a very slim chance. Slim. Yeah. yeah. Right now, I mean, right now as we speak, they're up 
twenty on Moorhead State, which is there's still eighteen minutes left in the second half, so they're probably going to end up winning by forty or so. Um, I, I like this UK team a little bit more than most. I definitely don't think that they're going to win uh, a national title, but they are definitely definitely going to make some noise uh, in the regular season. They just have a lot of pro talent. Again, um, Isaiah Jackson, you know, funny enough, Wolfpack member Isaiah Isaiah Jackson, my buddy. Um, he <laughs> went to UK, and now Isaiah Jackson is playing for UK. Um, I think he's going to be just a stud. Uh, Boston Jr. is probably going to be their best their best player. He's their leading scorer right now as we speak. Um, so, you know, I, I really don't know how deep this team is. I'm not sure. The talent's definitely there. I'm just not sure if they have the, the depth to, to compete in – in uh in March because you know you get in an up and down game and you're that young you may struggle but uh and that was bros being dudes talking UK uh make sure you guys tune in we're about to have a college basketball podcast launching soon it is called nothing but nylon just wait for the intro video to that I've been working on it for like two weeks now it's gonna be crazy good so you guys will enjoy that um yeah that's gonna be myself um Steve aka Papa Cody, um, Joshy from Leatherweather, uh, and Izzy J also from Leatherweather. So uh, kind of a merging of the two worlds. The Wolfpack Productions keeps growing. Um, I'm really excited to launch that. So that'll be your uh, one-stop shop for all your college basketball news. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated. We'll probably go once or twice a week. Uh, probably same as Leatherweather. Get it out on like Friday. Uh, give you a full week preview. Speaking of leather weather, let's jump into some football now. So a couple huge games this week. GTD, I know you're not a big college football fan, but there's a couple games here you have to watch. If you don't do anything else for me this week, find some time on Saturday, sit down, and watch these games. All right, do you promise me? Well, Yeah, I promise. What I'm going to do, though, let me explain this to you. I'm going to turn them on. I'm going to get me the biggest plate of turkey I can possibly stomach. And then I'm going to fall asleep. It's going to be out of my control. But at least I tried. <laughs> Nonsense. I can't help. Did you see that? I just threw that right over that, my shoulder. Right in the nice. I've been doing it once an episode. Now I'm going to make a little bit of a routine. Yeah. <laughs> then make a little short clip. Like keep cutting each one out. You just mm, put them all together. Tony Cornwell does a little I, paper toss or whatever. I'm going to do that. I'm still waiting for the uh, clip that. Is the openings of well, what a great week! Uh, what a great slate this week! Uh, yeah, no, like, so I say that every time, but legitimately, my opening words to every single podcast you go back and listen is, "What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bros Being Dudes Talking Sports." Every single time, that's the exact phrasing. Like, <laughs> I just um, love it. Sequence, like, like each, everything. It's like each episode you one up yourself, and you're like, man. Well, this might be the best week. This might be the best slate we've had in, in a while. Like you say, every episode. And I'm like, man. You got to build some football, suspense for the listeners. Football must, be, uh, football must be getting better every week. We're just edging ourselves all the way to the Super Bowl. And then when we get to the Super Bowl, we bust. So we get post-nut clarity. You're like, it really wasn't that great. But then you <laughs> then you miss it until next time. That then you're like, true. man, I'm craving it. That's a, that's one of the best like analogies you can ever have. It's a little dirty analogy, bros being dudes talking dirty analogies, dirty sports <laughs> analogies. That's fair. But the three games that you have to watch this weekend, Notre Dame at UNC. 
Notre Dame 100% loses this game. I'm not going to give out my full card because that's what leather weather is for. Hammer UNC points. Hammer them money line. Take the team total first half. Like team number total four in the right game. Notre Dame? Four. Yeah. Or two. They got them two. Notre Dame's number two. I think uh-huh. UNC, UNC wins this game big. Wow. Yeah, I'm big, but I'm big on UNC. Like Mac Brown is in our intro video to Leatherweather for a reason. I really like Mac Brown a lot. Um, but no, Sam Howell and UNC beat the Irish. That's a Wolfpack fact. Wolfpack guarantee. Yeah, it's uh, a Wolfpack promise, baby. Yeah. Shouts out to uh, shouts out to Hunter Eikoff, biggest Notre Dame fan I know. You're gonna be sad. Sorry, sad. Come Saturday, brother. You're gonna be a sad boy, as she could say. Sad boy. Sad boy hours. I can't wait to tag him in it. See if he see if he listens to the show. Like you, how you enjoying your sad boy hours? <laughs> <laughs> Cheek said, "My sad boy hours are twenty four hours." This is well. If I was Cheek and I was a Reds, Colts, UK football, UK basketball, um, he doesn't have an NBA team. He doesn't have a hockey team. So that's it. Those are his teams. I'd be sad all the time too. Even though he's got a lot to be happy about being a Colts fan. I don't know why he's so dramatic all the time. He's just a Cheek pessimist. Is, yeah, he's a dramatic pessimist. That's not a good combo. We hate Cheek, don't we? Yep. Yeah. Everyone hates Cheek. <laughs> everyone hates Cheek. Screw you, Cheek. <laughs> There's everyone hates Raymond. There's everybody hates Chris. Yeah, that's 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 everyone honestly. hates Cheek. Yeah, I joke. I love you, Cheek, but I do hate you sometimes. I hate you all the time, <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. Um, the next game you have to watch. Speaking of Cheek and his pessimism, I wish I wish that he was on strictly for this topic because UK plays Florida this week, and if there's ever a week that I need some Cheek's negativity, right here, it's this. I'll give you but, all the negativity you want. I'm calling the upset right now. I'm calling the upset right now. I think it UK beats Florida. You know why? I hope to go because everyone everyone is saying that it's not going to happen. So I'm I'm going to take UK. I said before the season. Well, I said before the season that UK was going to beat Florida. So I'm just being stubborn and sticking with my pig. Ian, I think Hale has a better chance of freezing over. Fun fact: Hell has one of the coldest annual temperatures in the world. Look that up. Yeah, I forget what country it's in. I think it's Hell Iceland or Hell something. What, I what promise. Is it, like H-A-L-E or something? No, it's actually called Hell. Yeah, watch this. Huh. little fun fact. A little fact fun fact. I don't it's know where? what. It's I don't where? know. What it's, country? I don't know. I think it's in Iceland. It's got to be Greenland, dude. Greenland is the one that's cold, like frigid temperatures, and Iceland is the one that actually has the good moderate tropical climate. That's another little Brosby and dudes fact right there. Well, yeah, I mean, I know that, but I, I'm saying. How weird is that? Why do they name the? Why do they name them that? If like, what kind of idiot does it take to name the opposite? It's in Michigan. And Michigan, says, we've talking. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> <I know. laughs> what? <laughs> Just a bit outside. And oh, no, man. they have they have temperatures as low 
as 26 degree, negative 26 degrees Celsius. Well, in case you didn't know, that's cold. So, so a snowball lives the there. Like it's literally there on the Great Lake. Uh, no, because a lot. Fun fact: if you're on water, you actually get a little bit of a better chance of staying warm because it traps heat. Um, I'm trying to find. I think we're spewing a bunch of BS. No, that is fact. Shouts out to Geography 251 at EKU. I had to learn like all the weather patterns and everything. Like I can still tell you like wind patterns for the whole world because that stupid class. Like that class was awful. When we were talking about weather, it was actually really cool. And then we moved in, started talking about rocks. I was like, I don't care about rocks. The only care, the only rock I care about is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Can you smell? You get rocked up for the rock. Yeah, world sexiest man, some may say. That's all right. All right, let's move on. We're getting sidetracked tonight. <laughs> Hopefully the listeners didn't take uh, like Adderall on this one. They'd be like, what the heck? They're trying to focus, and we're just like, we're all over in left field. <clears throat> uh, the last game that we got to talk about. So I'm, I'm presuming that you take uh, Florida to win that game? Yeah, big, dude. I'll take UK. Big. I'm talking like I'm UK talking like 48, 48 to 10 is like what I'm looking at. UK by 10, 13 to 3. What's the spread on it? Is it like probably I'm I'd sure say four like minus Florida 17? Minus 27. No, 27. It's, it's definitely bigger than than. Well, 17. I just well I just said that I think they went by 38. So yeah, I don't know what that is though. Let me look at that line real quick. I've not looked at my college football card for this week. Yeah, I was pretty close. Florida minus 25. Yeah, you take that all day long. I'll take the points all day long. 25 is too many to lay in an SEC game. Oh, oh really? Did you watch Bama UK last week? That's fine. I <laughs> wouldn't have laid the points with – okay, first of all, when Bama plays Florida, like those two teams are not similar. And even – so even honestly, right. if Georgia, and... Georgia would have played JT Daniels and not a hurt – Stenson Bennett, like that's overlooked. Like Stenson Bennett did get hurt on that second drive of the game when he threw that touchdown pass. Like receiver broke his leg and Stenson Bennett hurt his shoulder and he's not played since. So like that did have an uh, an effect on that game. But if they play JT Daniels against that Florida secondary, like historically bad Florida defense, look at what he did to Mississippi State. He threw for four touchdowns, 450 yards. JT Daniels is the truth. If they would have played him, oh, dude, I'm excited about JT Daniels. And next year we got Brock Vandergriff coming in. Woo, five-star QB, number two QB in the country. Ever heard of him? You probably haven't because you don't follow college football, but that's fine. Um, All right, let's move on. Uh, We got the Iron Bowl. So we got Auburn going to Bryant-Denny Stadium. Um, Honestly, I picked Auburn to win this game at the beginning of the year. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, I think that this smells like an upset uh, Auburn really doesn't have that much to play for anymore, except for a potential New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, but one thing that they can take solace in is ruining, ruining Alabama's season. I think it happens. Hey, I think that they beat them. You're like a cat, dude. You got nine lives because I've seen you die on a hill. I don't know how many times. I, I'm. You can say a lot of things about me. But I don't say things, just say things. If I say something, oh, I usually yeah. stick to it. Oh, yeah. You stick to it, but you say it just to say it. Well, that's fair. I Sometimes I say it just to say it, but I you die. You know good and well. I'll jump on a grenade. You know. 
I get I get the Wolfpack Medal of Honor for most grenades jumped on. You know good and well Auburn ain't winning that ball game. I think they do. Bo Nix throws for four touchdowns. Mark it down. Bo Nix has a better chance of throwing four picks than four touchdowns. Well, that's because Bo Nix is garbage, but I need him to be good, Don. Quit. You're going to talk me out of my take. Auburn by 60. Sheesh. <laughs> Dude, if they win by 60, like, that's – I can't – I'm going to clip it, and we're going to get famous, so that would be great because no one in the world thinks they're going to win by 60. I don't think they're going to win by 60, but I said it, so now it's on the record. <laughs> if it happens, we're, we're in good shape. <laughs> oh, my God. See, you're getting a little inside, uh, inside like look at how my brain works. <laughs> if you're wrong, hey, you're wrong. No one's right 100 percent of the time. So you say crazy things, and then the one time that you are right, you look like a genius. I went on a streak there for a little bit when I said that the Rams would make the playoffs, Georgia would be in the college football playoffs, and the Yankees would make the the ALCS. All in the same year, I got that all right, and it were, they were all crazy, outlandish takes at the time. And then since then, I've been like, I've been probably batting five hundred. But those three that I hit, oh my gosh, I've I've been riding the crazy take high ever since. You've been batting like two fifty. No, I say some outlandish things, but some of them are some of them do end up being true. I'm yeah, I'm like legitimately nah, I'm legitimately <laughs> I'm legitimately probably we'll say like point four five. Okay. Right. Way <laughs> to meet me in the middle right now. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> closer closer to my end, but whatever. All right. No, no. I would say <laughs> um, all right. So let's jump into a little bit something that you know a little bit about. Uh mm. we got some NBA news to talk about before we move on to our recurring segments. Uh and then our week eleven preview of the NFL. Man, week eleven already. That's great. Week eleven week or week twelve, bro. Oh my goodness! Week twelve. So that must have been a typo in my in my little show rundown. Um, all right, so a little NBA breaking news. Let's touch on it real quick. Um, Ingram and Bam and Bio both signed huge deals, uh, so they stay where they're at. Honestly, I don't get the Ingram deal all that much. Bam makes sense because he's a difference maker. Uh, honestly, you can make the argument you take Bam off that Heat team. They don't make it to the finals, so that makes sense for them. But Brandon Ingram is not good enough to get a max contract. I'm sorry. He's just not. Like, I I, I, agree. I understand in the NBA you have crazy, like, salary cap, but you're giving Brandon Ingram a max deal? What in the world? There's just way better things to give money to. There are starving children in Africa that you should give money to before paying Brandon Ingram a, a super max. Like, let's use our brains for a second. Um, and then one thing that I did forget to touch on, or we forgot to touch on, sorry, uh, on last week or on Monday's episode, is that uh, the Lakers signed Montrez Harrell as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the reigning sixth man of the year. So now you potentially look at – so he's a reigning sixth man, right? But you potentially have a starting five of insert whatever name – at point guard, you could run LeBron at the two, Harrell at the three, AD at the four, and Mark Gasol at the five. And I mean, you they're just big, dude. you just bully people. Yeah. You just absolutely bully people because on yeah. offense, on offense, LeBron's going to run the point guard no matter who your point guard is. He did it with Rondo, future Hall of Fame point guard. 
So, like, no matter who your point guard is, if unless it's Curry, LeBron's running the point. Yeah. Okay? So, really, whoever they throw in there, it doesn't matter because they're just going to just dominate people. And then defensively, LeBron can guard one through five. So, really, all you need is a two who can be semi-useful on the defensive end, which Danny Green is. He's still there, right? Or did they finalize that trade? I thought the trade went through. Did it? It, it very well might have. Dude, there's just so much going on. I mean, I forgot. thought it did. But that yeah. would have made sense because if you got Danny Green at the two right there, he's a little two-way two -way player really known for defense. He won't have to score on offense except for the occasional knockdown three. I mean, that's just, that team would be scary, and that sucks because I hate LeBron, but if that's the starting five, like, no joke, don't even play the season, hand him the title. Yeah. They're just like, it's so just, big, dude. So just, big, so athletic. It's just large. Like, there's large people. All right, so let's jump in to our first, or, well, really, our only recurring segment because then we got our Week 12 preview and Brovada Challenge and then lock it up. Um so let's get into our recurring segment. Again, I say it every time. My favorite recurring segment. It is time for... Fuck that guy. Where we take a look at someone in the sports world that we absolutely hate. They have done us wrong. Who do we hate this week? That guy can suck my dick and lick my balls. Fuck that guy. Fuck. GTD, who is your nominee? I, I hate whoever made these extensive protocols for the NFL uh, last week. Made them start following more extensively because here we have it. Danico Autry for the Indianapolis Colts is out this coming Sunday, and it was just said today that DeForest Buckner is placed on the reserve COVID list also. Upcoming huge game, probably the biggest game of the year, for the Indianapolis Colts. And since he was a close contact to the, to Nico Autry, he has to clear five days on the COVID list. Well, guess what today is today's Wednesday. So he's got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Guess what? Games on Sunday. It's only four days. So this man's probably missing the biggest game of the year and probably the biggest defensive piece that we have, like key defensive piece on that front seven. So yeah, I'm pissed off at that. And honestly, think about this man. Like, you have, which this came from all the uh, positive tests and whatnot, but mm -hmm. uh, the Steelers and Ravens uh, moved to Sunday, canceled on Thursday night on Thanksgiving night. I was looking forward to that. Now that's gone. Now we get to watch four shooters play and the Lions, Texans, uh, Cowboys, and who, who's the who they play in the Washington football, football team? Or, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, uh, this week I'm pretty salty about uh, the new COVID uh, protocols and the height yep. in which they have to be followed through the end of the year. So no, no, and that's exactly right, and that's why you know we went from having you know three games, now we have two games, which is fine, but still, I would much rather have three games than two games because. The college basketball, like we talked about, and the college football, they're just not going to get it done. Like, they're going to be enough to tease me a little bit, but it's like at the end of the night, you're at the bar, you were talking to a 10, and then you got swerved. And so instead of leaving with the dime, you're leaving with the well, six. Uh, you were at the bar, so you probably thought they were a 10. But when you sobered up, they were probably the six originally. Okay. So instead of leaving with the six, you, you left with the three. <laughs> yeah, that's more unlikely how it goes. Speak for yourself, brother. 
Okay. I leave with a 10 every single time. You I know think you I write them a 10 no matter what they look like. You know who I take home every time I leave the bar? Me. I'm the, I'm the <laughs> biggest 10 you'll ever meet. Do you take yourself home or does the uh, Uber driver take you home? I've never been to Uvu Java. <laughs> that was a good one. Bro, I'm telling you, this brain, it's crazy. Shouts out to old vines. <laughs> that, was, yeah, 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 that was amazing, bro. That was so good. Um, I've never been to Uvu Java. Bro, that was phenomenal. Not to tap myself on the back, but I'm freaking hilarious. <laughs> People listen to this episode, they're gonna be like, I don't know why I waste my time with these people. We're hiring balls, dude. We're hiring giraffe pussy, the real thing. Jokes on you. I am just sleep deprived and depressed. Me too, honestly. <laughs> I woke up at like 6 30 this morning and I was pissed. I was like, dude, what in the world? I just stayed up because I had to be at work at nine. So like, <laughs> That's how I've been. Like, literally, the past two days, I've woke up at 6 30 and I just sit there. I was just like, all right, whatever. Here we are. I'm awake, sadly. You ever wake up and be pissed that you woke up? Like, just period. Not even yes. at the time. Just like, yeah. no, not even at the time. Like, just mad that you woke up, period. Like, <laughs> for the time being, yeah. I just wanted to wake up a little later. Oh, yeah, me too. I definitely. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Honestly, Don, you said it every time. I've said it every time. What a great slate we have. <laughs> this might be the best slate we've the had. The best today. slate we've ever had. I don't know yeah. to date, but this year, best slate we've had. Yeah, I don't know. So let's start it off. So tomorrow, dude, the records on these teams, I'll tell you what. They couldn't have picked the worst slate for Thanksgiving. Could not. Could not have picked one. Honestly, I'm not even going to waste time talking about them. Like, we I mean, can just pick them straight up. Well, I, would, I guess we do. The, I would have gave Washington you anything one. for that Colts and Titans game to be Thanksgiving game. That would have gave me anything. That would have been beautiful. Dude, the Steelers and Ravens would have been so good. Oh, I know. It would have been so good. Like, okay, the, my comparison would be, like, all right, so you're dating this girl. Her parents are divorced. So in the morning, you got to go to her mom's house. That's the Texans and Lions. Like, it's not great. You're still going to get some Thanksgiving food, whatever. Then you go to her dad's house. That's the Cowboys and the Skins. I'm oh, sorry, the football team. That's the one where you get roughed up a little bit. You know, yeah. dad gives you the stink eye a little bit. He's... Yeah, it's not it's not great still. It's getting a little better, but now you got a little bit of a buzz. So it's like, dude, day's looking up. Then you go home. All your buddies come over to your family's Thanksgiving. You got a case of Budweiser. You're ready oh, to get after it. What and, then, and what do we got here? Then we get to just watch like that was that's a perfect analogy to what the the Ravens and the Steelers was going to be. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just gone. Now the first we, two games are the in law dinners, and now your buddies canceled plans because the in laws wanted them to stay longer, and the wife yeah. is nagging you to do it. So you yeah. eventually give in. Yeah. That's what now, that's what it feel like. Ah, that just that sucks. All right, so who wins the first one? Who wins the Texans and the Lions? Because honestly, we're we're not gonna break that one down. That's just Texans. No one cares. All right, Texans. I'll say they're actually road favorites. Um, that's crazy. I'll I'll take the Lions to win that one straight up. Just to just to be different from you. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Well, I, 
actually, never mind. I changed my mind because I forgot the Lions have everyone and their sister out. <laughs> like, yeah. literally, they are plagued. Their whole team is out. So, yeah, I'll also take the Texans. Watch Deshaun Watson put up 500. That actually is going to be kind of fun to watch because I do like watching Deshaun. But anyway, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about the football team and the Cowboys. <sighs> this game, for now, for tomorrow, this game will be for first place. So who jumps to first place in that? This team who wins is going to be four and seven in first place. <laughs> the the Cowboys are just too talented for me to pick against in this game. Like I literally, it's hard for me to see a team with Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, uh, Michael Gallup, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Vanderish, uh, what's his the inside Smith. linebacker? Yeah, Jalen Smith. Like. At, how do I pick against them? But they're still only a three-win team so far. I'm going to pick them, and honestly, I have probably have a little more confidence in them than I should. So, Yeah, uh, I think you definitely have more confidence in them than you should because the football team is going to put together some wins. It's going to start right here. I think they win this game going away, and I think that Jerry is going to have a serious thought about firing Mike McCarthy. I really honestly do. Like, I think that Ron Rivera is just going to out-coach McCarthy in every aspect of the game, uh, especially with the amount of talent that they have. The Cowboys should win this game going away, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think that they lose this game probably by 10 points. It would not surprise me if they lose it by 10 points. Like, I think I really like what Alex Smith did last week. He didn't look great, but, you know, he looked okay. That Redskins defense is very, very good. Like, I love Chase Young. Pain in the inside of that defense is very good. Um, yeah, give me the give me the skins to win that one. Um, uh, all right. Let me, before we move on, let me call this order in the Mexican real quick. Yeah, you're good. So that was 47 minutes. I'll have a lot of editing to do on this one anyway, so you're fine. All right, give me just a second. Yeah, you're good. I figured you were. Can I place an order, please? Um, can I get two loaded soft-shell uh, chicken tacos? Grilled chicken, not shredded. Lettuce, cheese, tomato, and sour cream, please. 
and then actually just it can I get three of those? Is it three for like five ninety nine? Okay, just give me three Supremes like that for the six ninety nine. Um, and then give me a Pogo Bendito. And then give me a Santa Fe chicken and add a side order of the like lettuce, tomato, sour cream, and then put guacamole on that too for me, please. And that should be it. All right, thank you. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> you ready to rock? Yeah. All right. Oh my God. Dang, that dude just got eaten by a tiger. That's a kind of thing. That sucks. All right. Ready? Again, three, two, one. All right. And now, probably the game of the week, at least at the one o'clock slate. Let's touch on this Pats and Cardinals game. Honestly, you know who I'm going to pick, but I am kind of torn because I have been high on the Cardinals all year. And I have Kyler and D-Hop in fantasy. Kind of need them to go off. Um... I'm I'm very intrigued in this one, honestly, because the Pats always show up against teams they're supposed to lose to and then lay stinkers like last week against teams they're supposed to beat by double digits. Like, I don't understand this team. I can't get a read on them. Um, season's probably over. There's still an outside chance they can, they can get to the wild card, but I honestly don't know. I'm just going to just enjoy the season for the rest of the year as what it is, like, if they can sneak into the playoffs, that's great. If not, we've got a ton of experience for young guys. I hope Cam can take a step with the offense so he's ready to come back next year and absolutely dominate with uh, some some new faces with all the cap that we have. So um, I'll take the Pats to win, but I honestly am just looking for, for fireworks. Again, Patriots underdogs in Gillette. Doesn't happen very often. The fact that it's happened twice in the same year is crazy. Yeah, and honestly, I got to take the Cardinals in this one. Um, like I said, even about the Cowboys, um, the Cardinals are up and down at times, but there's so much talent on the offensive side of the ball that I, I kind of just have to pick them here. I don't think New England can keep up offensively with them. Um, and who knows what New England team we get tomorrow, I mean Sunday. Um, I've, I've seen them at their worst, seen them at their best this year, and all in between, and it seems like every week I see a different team. So I, I'm going to go with what I think is the little more consistent team and the better offensive talent, so I'm going to have to take the Cardinals. In this. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely fair. Like I've said, one of, my, one of my mottos is if you're inconsistent, you are consistent, and that's your bad. Like if I don't know who you are, I know exactly who you are, and you're a bad football team. 
It is what it is. At some point, your record matters, right? If you're sitting at four and six, you're not a great football team. I can make all the excuses in the world and say that the Pats should really, and honestly, they, they really should be, at worst, six and four. If not seven and three, eight and two. Like you could, that's, there's a very real chance, or there was a very real chance for that to be the case, even with the lack of talent that they have right now. But they're not. They're four and six. And at some point, closing games matters. So, yeah, like I said. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the Raiders and the Falcons. Honestly, a ton of talent on, on both sides. What's crazy is the more talented team has the worst record. Um, they are at home. They are home underdogs. Uh, I don't think it matters. Give me the Raiders to win this game going away. I think Josh Jacobs has a huge day. He runs all over the Falcons' defense, unfortunately. Um, I think that he might put up he might put up three touchdowns by himself. And I don't see the Raider or the Falcons scoring three touchdowns uh on the on the Gruden defense. So yeah, give me the give me the Raiders going away. Man, uh like I said, the Falcons are probably the one team that frustrates me the most when I have to pick, because I, you just never know how to pick. They and I've said it four thousand times. You've never heard me say it on this show. They are the most unpredictable team. They can it. It's the least surprising when they beat a good team, and it's the least surprising when they lose to a bad team. Um, in that in that scenario, we mentioned on last on on Monday or or Tuesday show. If you was listening on Tuesday, um. John Gruden should be in the conversation for the coach of the year. And he's got this team playing, playing well, and they are in the playoff picture as we, as we speak. And they have handed some losses to some very good teams. So uh, just the way they're playing at this very moment and the way that run game has been, been going, give me, give me the Raiders and John Gruden to win this ball game. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's keep this one kind of short and sweet. I don't think that either of us are really going to have too crazy of a pick here. Um, the Chargers go into Orchard Park. They play the Buffalo Bills, who really are about a win or two away from clinching the AFC East, which you never I never thought that I'd say that in my life. Um, yeah, that sucks to hear. But, uh, no, we got the Bolts going to, to Buffalo. Um, who wins this one? Just keep it short. Let's move on. I don't think this is going to be that good of a game. And I'm taking I'm taking Herbert and the and the Chargers in the upset. I, I, I think uh, I think Eckler coming off hour if he's truly coming off hour and playing a full game this week, I, I think that offense is talented enough to to uh, put a hurting on that defense who we've seen play poorly. So I I don't want to go too far into it, but yeah, I think I think the Chargers have enough to get it done this week. I actually am on the same page with you. I. Exactly the same reason that you said. I thought that I was going to be the the wow factor. I thought for sure that you were going to say the Bills won. <laughs> you know, I, oh, always. Um, <laughs> I, I should have known that you were taking the Chargers though, because you slobber over Herbert, rightfully so. Just on pace to have the best rookie season of all time by any rookie quarterback ever. You know, so that's that's just solid. Uh, no, I think the Chargers win this game on the road. Uh, foil the Bills' opportunity to close out the division, at least delay it another week. Um, this one, really, just say who's winning the game. Like, we don't need much of a breakdown at all, especially because Burrow's out. So, you got the Giants coming to Paul oh, Brown God. in Cincinnati. Who wins this game? Giants. 
Giants. Giants big. I think, okay, so the one bit that I will say, I think that you're going to see in this game just how much of, uh, here's a good comparison for you, Joe Burrow is foundation, like women's foundation makeup. He covered up so many blemishes in this Bengals roster. It's not even funny. And now they're not even starting Finley, who, as Chan said in the group text today, they moved up to take. They're starting Brandon Allen. Joe Brandon Judge, Allen used to be a starter in the league, though, for a little bit. That's fine. Joe Judge is going to absolutely make him look like he couldn't start for Valley. That poor uh, Russ would start over him as a true freshman. Sheesh. That's how bad Joe Judge is going to make him look. But anyway, let's not waste any more time on that crappy game. Honestly, let's not waste any time with this crappy game either. Bless you. Uh, we got the Titans going to Indy. Oh. This this is a real dumpster fire of a game. Um, no, I'm just kidding. This honestly is probably outside. Of, that Pats-Cardinals game is going to be very good, but I think that this one is going to be stellar. Um, I look for the Colts to win this game big. I know that they that they – beat them the last time, and I always take the team um, that won the first one to lose because teams generally split, especially good teams in the same division. I just think Frank Reich has Vrabel's number. If the if the Ravens would have beat the Titans, I would have had more faith in taking the Titans than I do now because now I think that the Titans are going to maybe not get complacent. That's not the right word. But they're coming off an emotional high. And I think they lay an absolute <clears throat> egg. I don't know if it's going to be as big of a blowout as the last time, but I think that it is going to be ugly. Well, like I mentioned in the group earlier, I think both teams know it's at stake in Week 12. I think uh, they they know that the playoff implications their their chances are going to shift drastically depending on who wins this ball game, and I and I look for this one to get chippy. I honestly look for this one to for emotions to fly high, um, and Danico Autry and presumably the uh, Force Butner being out Sunday does not help the Colts' case whatsoever to win this ball game. Um, but the way Philip Rivers has been playing, man, I'm pretty confident in that Colts' offense. Yeah, I couldn't say that in the first eight weeks of the season. The last three, four no. weeks, the man's been playing awesome. Uh, and finally, Michael Pittman's uh, coming on. Uh, we seen last week Jonathan Taylor find his foot in a little bit. Um, the defense has been stellar all year, mm-hmm. and honestly, I I think this one's going to come down the wire. Um, I, I don't see a blowout. And I honestly don't even see – I see a drive that either us or Tennessee, either one, are having to put together in the last two minutes of this ball game to win. And uh, I trust – from the way he's been playing, I trust Phil Rivers a little more if, if it comes down to that, and I trust his defense more than I do Tennessee's. So for that reason alone, I'm going to take the Colts, but I'm going to say it's going to be one that makes me bite my fingernails absolutely down to the cuticles. Yeah. I – uh. Yeah, I just hope it's a really good game. I'll definitely have that one going. I'll have probably that game on, the Pats game on, and then Red Zone on my three TVs in the basement. Like I'm very excited for that game. I might even put a fourth down there because I'm going to get a projector on Friday and get that Bengals and Giants game going just because me and Logie Bear have a little bit of a bet that the Giants get the five wins, and that'll put them at four with, what, five games left? That's beautiful. I'll take that for sure. Um, all right. Let's move on. Um, this game is really a stinker. We're in the point of the year where the games that don't matter 
really don't need to touch on them too much. There really aren't any playoff implications in this one outside of like strength of schedule. Um, technically, the Vikings still have an outside chance to make the playoffs if they win out and get to 10 and 6, snag a wild card spot. But I don't really see that happening. Um, so, GTD, let's keep it quick. Let's move on. Well, uh, honestly, we're going to rattle through the next three pretty quick. Uh, the Panthers and Vikings, who you got? Vikings. I also have the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Vikings. I think the Panthers are going to lay an egg after shutting out the Lions. The Vikings have a little bit more talent than the Lions do. Lions were battling some injuries. Yeah, Vikings win. All right. How much do the Dolphins win by? They beat the Jets. Dude, I'm, this is – I'm looking – This I could see it's being a 21-0. Yeah. Well, this time the line is only seven and it's not ten and a half like it was when I picked the Jets to beat the spread. So I'm tempted to take that again, but I'm not going to. Uh, give me the Finns to win that one straight up, though. Um, and then same thing. The, the Browns go to Jacksonville and Duval County. They're only seven-point favorites. That's insane. They have the, the Jaguars have the second-worst rushing defense in the league, and the Browns have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Ever heard of them? Like, they average as a tandem over five and a half yards a carry. Nick Chubb is over seven yards a carry right now. Yeah. Like, this, this what game, in the world? This game might be the least attractive game on the slate this week, I think. Uh, that Jets-Dolphins game is not moving the needle much at all. Yeah, the only I, reason I mean, that I would – They're definitely the final – they're the finalists for it. There's just like those games are awful. Like that Panthers Vikings game, trash. Giants Bengals, trash. The Thanksgiving games, trash. This is not a very good slate this week. Not a very good slate. But all the bad teams playing each other means that the good teams play each other. So we got the Ravens going to Pittsburgh. Now the rate or the Steelers already beat them the first time. Steelers get their first loss of the season. I don't think the Ravens are good. I'm on record saying they missed the playoffs. I actually think they will end up finishing 7-9. and nine. So I think they will lose out after this game. But the Ravens win in Heinz Field. I'm calling it right now. These teams always split. It doesn't matter if one's incredible, one's dog. They always split. Especially coming off their an emotional loss to Tennessee where you got in a fight on the field. Harbaugh got yelled at by the other team, by the other coaches. I think that he's going to come out trying to prove something. I'm telling I, I just think, like, everyone is going to pick against the Steelers. Like, five points in this game is a lot to lay regardless, considering these are probably the two biggest rivals in the NFL. I, I, I'm taking the Ravens straight up. I have to agree, Ian. Uh, I think this is the game where where the Steelers are finally caught napping a little bit. Um I, mean, I don't say napping as in uh, they're sleeping on the Ravens because everyone knows across the league how talented that Ravens team is. That could be anyone in any given week. But I mean napping as far as content with being 10-0. and 0. And I think uh, they're, they get caught up in the limelight a little bit this week. And I think the Baltimore offense finally clicks a little bit and, fi- and finds their way to a good quality win. Um, so in a struggling season offensively for the Ravens. I think it all comes home against the Steelers against what I think is the best defense in the league. 
Yeah. But I'm telling you, I think that Ravens offense starts clicking Sunday, and I think they get the win here. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that. Um, obviously, we're on the same page, so obviously I like it. Uh, this next one's kind of juicy. I'm struggling picking it. Um, we got the Saints going to mile high. Now, obviously, the Broncos coming off of a big win last week, an upset win. This Broncos team is one of those teams where it's like voters, the Pats. They're sitting at four and six. You can make a real argument that they should be seven and three at worst. Like they've had some chances to win ball games, they've just blown them. Um, so I, I'll start us off just because I, I think that you're going to take the Saints going away. I'm going to take the Broncos. Um, I'm a Fick Fangio fan. I, I I love the guy. I think his defense is nasty. I think it's going to confuse the bejesus out of Taysom Hill. Um, I think if it was Jameis, the the Saints would win this game. I just don't trust having a tight end play quarterback. I'm sorry, I don't. And he looked good last week. That's because you know, what what's the quality of defense you're playing? You know, and now you're playing a, a defensive mastermind. I I think that he's going to really struggle. Give me the Broncos to win this one. Yeah, I, and I ain't much on Taysom Hill, especially playing a full time QB role. But uh, man, I'm taking the Saints here. Uh, that defense has been the best against the run all year. And uh, they're just – when I see Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara on, on the offensive side of the ball, even if Taysom Hill's at QB, something, some sparks have to fly. Um, so, give me the Saints. Uh, this next one's kind of hard to pick because the 49ers can turn it on at any time and be the reigning NFC champ. Uh, and the Rams can turn it off at any time and revert from – Last week, where they beat the Bucks uh, and turned into a stinker. So uh, this one's kind of tough to pick. I'll let you start us off. Who you got here? What? My bad. What game was this? The 49ers and the Rams. Yeah. 49ers oh. and the Rams. Wait, it, it's the 49ers and the Rams. <laughs> Man, that's my favorite soundbite, honestly. Ever. I'm going to put that in for sure. Put that in like. Is there any way to do a preview when you post them on websites or something that has a soundbite on it? Oh, yeah. I'll put it on Instagram. Yeah, there we go. It's the 49ers in the Rams. <laughs> anyway, I'm taking the Rams, dude. They looked way too good last week. Yeah. Way too yeah. good. Uh, that Man. offensive was pr- prolific. Absolutely yeah. prolific. And whenever you got Aaron Donald on your defense, it don't hurt. Yeah, I'm absolutely on the same page. 49ers have way too many injuries. I think that's uh, that's a rough one. Now, the fact that this game didn't get flexed to Sunday night, I have no idea because this is the game of the week. It's not, well, that Titans-Colts one might be up there just based on importance, but this game is absolutely crazy. You got the Chiefs going to Tampa Bay. If the Bucs would have won last week, i take the Chiefs huge in this game. The Bucs coming off a loss, I will take the Bucs to win this game outright. I think they win by a touchdown. Um, I don't see the Bucs dropping two in a row. Brady won't let them. Uh, he's going to come out pissed, especially because he had really the game ceiling um, interception, or the game losing interception, I should say. So yeah, give me the Bucs to win this one straight up. Chiefs fall to nine and two, but it really doesn't matter. That division's all but wrapped up anyway for them, so they're in coast mode until the playoffs. I think this. I think this game has uh, Tom Brady really questioning what's going on in Tampa, why what he's doing in Tampa. Uh, I think the Chiefs. Think so? the, I think the Chiefs. 
I ain't gonna say beat the brakes off of him, but beat him good enough for for Tom to scratch his head and say what's going on. What's going on? What's going? Yeah, what's going on? Somebody tell me what the f- is going on. Ninety <laughs> percent of the time, I don't have a clue what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> no, uh, I hope you're right. I hope that he has a player option after this year and he can come back to, to the Pats. That'd be great. Then I could stop hating him. I actually don't hate you. Tommy, if you're listening, I still love you. Um, all right. So this one, uh, for my sake, I hope that the Bears win it, but I don't see that being the case. Uh, we got the Bears going to Lambeau Field, trying to salvage their season from 5-0 and to 5-5, and or 5-1 and to 5-5. and That's just what a crazy turn of events that's been. Um Honestly, I didn't see it happening, but I guess it makes sense when you have to have a come-from-behind win against the Lions week one to even start your season. So um, I'm going to take the Bears strictly because I'm trying to to stay on my hill. Uh, like we talked about earlier, I am famous for dying on hill. So I'm going to die with the Bears. Mm-hmm. I said that they go to the NFC Championship. I'm going to stick with that. So this puts them at 6-5, and five, still in contention for the division, still in contention for the wild card. Give me the Bears. I got to disagree, Ian. Aaron Rodgers is pissed off from last week, I think. And you you come into this week and you got Lizard Man probably finally going to see a full a full line of snaps again. Um, Devontae Adams has been playing like an absolute madman. Um, and that Bears offense, we know, struggles. So this Packers defense does not have to be stellar. It by no means, I, I think, to contain them. And in that case, I think the Packers offense is is what's too much to handle on this one. And and I think uh I think that's why they get this win. I know the Bears have a good defense. I got them in fantasy. I love having the Bears defensive fantasy, but I don't love it when they play Aaron Rodgers. So um give me the Packers. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I actually I, I took the Packers defense in fantasy strictly because the Pats defense is trash. Um which I never thought I'd say. Uh, the Monday night game, kind of a stinker. Oddly enough, it's two first-place teams. Like, that tells you all you need to know. that You got the Seahawks going to Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Um, give me the Seahawks by 30. Carson Wentz sucks. I will lay the five points all day. Uh, that's not on my card, but now it is. Uh, so that's a free pick for you guys. Give me the Seahawks going away here. The Eagles suck. Yeah, I'm keeping it short and sweet. I'm with you on the same Seattle boat. Yeah. All right, now let's jump into our Brovada Challenge. Honestly, this is why people come. Come make money with us. We have a good, good slate this week for betting. It's not the best for watching, but for betting, it's amazing. Here's our cards for this week. Make some money with us. GTD, start us off. What's your card look like? My card, man, I'm telling you, it's a little iffy, but I like it, actually. Um, I started right here with, I, I'm going to break your heart. I got the Cardinals minus two and a half versus the Pads on the run. Laying points in Gillette with a team that is famously bad at covering spreads. I am. I am. I'm doing it. I know that, that. Go ahead and call it. Go ahead and call it. It'll be on your stupid next week. I don't think it's going to because it's the right play. Like, that's the thing. It's the right play. It's just with a team that I don't trust. So that's the only reason why I think it's stupid. It's the right decision. As much as I love the Pats, I am a realist. It's the and, right play at this point. 
especially the Cardinals coming off a loss. Like if they mm. won last week and they're sitting two games ahead in first place in the West, maybe they overlook the Pats and they sneak a victory. But I don't know. I, I think that this this definitely has Cardinals blowout written all over it. And the Cut one that, that from it, your memory. No one heard me say that. I definitely <laughs> didn't say that Pats lose. Didn't say that. The one that everybody should be taking this week is the Dolphins minus what? What are they, six and a half, seven right now? I have them on my card as seven. So, spoiler yeah. alert, Dolphins minus seven also on my card. Yeah. So, I think everyone in America should be taking that. Uh, so that that's mine. I'm I'm also playing Chiefs minus three and a half versus Tampa. I told you I think Chiefs win this one pretty good. Uh, I, this one don't scare me at all. Um, and then I'm taking I called it Chargers to win that ball game straight up. I'm taking Chargers plus five and a half versus the Bills. I like it. So I'm with you on on one. I'm against you on one. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, you'll never guess the one that I'm against you on. Uh, so I. Instead, I have the Finns at minus seven at New York. I don't care that New York's a home underdog. Usually that's what I look for. I like to bet home underdogs, except when it's the Jets. I will never take the Jets again, ever. They are on the blacklist. I will bet against them all day, every day. Uh, You will make money doing that, so follow us there. Uh, I got the Skins at plus three against the Cowboys. I really like the Skins to win this game. Sorry, I keep saying it. The football team. I really like the football team to win this game outright. I will hedge myself a little bit uh, with the three points. At worst, I push because Dallas does not have the offensive firepower to win this game by more than a field goal. Um, I think Chase Young can impose all kinds of problems and pain in the middle of that defense going up against Travis Frederick's replacement. Since he retired, that Dallas offensive line is not the offensive line from yesteryear. They're no longer a dominant force. Payne and Chase Young are going to cause problems. I promise you, take the football team plus three. Even if you think the Cowboys win, take the, the football team in the points. On the same note, I have the Broncos at plus six at home against the Saints. Taysom Hill is not a quarterback. He is a tight end playing quarterback. Vic Fangio is a defensive mastermind. I said it in the breakdown. I'm getting six points at home in the snow with that defense going up against that quarterback, I will take six points all day long. Hammer the Broncos plus six. I promise you, you will thank me later. The one that I am against you, GTD, I got the Bucks at plus three and a half at home against Kansas City. Kansas City comes into Tampa Bay. Tampa coming off of a loss. Brady, historically, after a loss, is very, very good. I think that continues. I think that they win this game outright. Again, same scenario. I will take the points to hedge myself. So take the points with the Bucks. You'll thank me later. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, it is time for Lock It Up. Lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. So, GTD, what is your stone-cold lock of the century of the week? I mean, man, put it, take every dime that you can possibly get. Put it on this game. Texans minus three over the lines. Easily my lock of the week on Thanksgiving Day. First game of the Thanksgiving week. Lock it up. Texans got it in the bag. I honestly, I don't hate that pick. I don't hate that pick at all. Um, my lock is kind of spicy because if you're laying six points with a three and seven team, you're never feeling good about it. 
Except when they're playing a two and seven and one team or a two and six and one team with a backup quarterback because they just lost their face of the franchise. The New York football giants come into my neck of the woods. They come into Cincinnati. They play the Bengals without Joey B, without Big Dick Joe, and they beat the brakes off of the Bungles. The Bengals go back to the Bungles without Joey B. I said it earlier, Joey B is foundation. He covers up so many blemishes on this Bengals roster. The Giants absolutely smoke the Bengals this week. Lay your life on this game. I promise you won't regret it. Everything that you have, the deed to your house, your car, your car note, whatever you got, lay it on the Giants minus six. Joe Judge proves to you why he will be the best head coach to come out of the Belichick coaching tree this week. Joe Judge makes Zach Taylor look like an idiot. He makes Brandon Allen look like an idiot. He makes Pac-Man Jones look like an idiot for saying that he still supports the Bengals. Giants minus six. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. No, you lock it up. Um, But no, uh, that'll that'll wrap us up, guys. Uh, GTD, you got anything else? No, sir. Everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner. Eat so much that you pass out on the couch. Wake up, watch a little football this weekend. Absolutely. Drink till you can't see straight and then eat some sober up and drink again. That's the way you do it. That's the way you do it. Uh, no, we appreciate you guys listening. We hope you guys have a very happy holiday uh, with your family. Take advantage of the time you have together. Like I said, you never know when it's going to be your last opportunity to do so. Um, so make sure you guys have a happy holiday from all of us at Wolfpack. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will catch you guys next time. It's every day, bro, with the Disney Channel flow. Five mil on YouTube in six months. Never done before. Pest all the competition, man. PewDiePie is next. Man, I'm popping all these checks. Got the brand new Rolex and then met the Lambo too. And they're coming with the crew. This is Team Sorry. We better hit it. Sé, lo único que quiero es dinero.